you're listening to The Daily American. Now here's your host, Dan the Man. We're back with The Daily American. Tonight we have with us Miss Natalia. I'm going to really butcher this one. Yablokov. Welcome, Natalia. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Why don't you kick us off with your childhood and a little bit or and tell us where you were born. So I was born in Chestnut Hill, Philadelphia Hospital. Um, yeah, I was born in Chestnut Hill. I grew up in Chestnut Hill. I lived in Chestnut Hill till I was about 10 years old. And I lived around this area. All right. And so you're about 10. Um, do you have siblings older or younger? I have an older sister, Alexandra, and a younger brother, Nikolai. And we can't forget my little doppelganger, my daughter, <laughs> and she's 18. All right. So after 10, growing up in Chestnut Hill, you know, talk to us, pick us up from there. <clears throat> so after 10 years old, we actually lived in a pretty big mansion. Um, it was an awesome place. And we grew up from having nannies and three different homes from Vermont, PA, and the shore to a tiny townhouse. So so what did your parents do for work? So my mom was a stay-at-home mom, but she was also a pharmacist. Her degree was a pharmacy, pharmacist. And my dad, he was basically like a builder, contractor kind of person. Um, things happened with his business and that's when we had to move and we moved into a small townhouse. And I remember our furniture wouldn't even fit into like the rooms because they were so big compared to these rooms. And I remember my dad telling us that we're only going to live in this townhouse for one year. And it turned out to be till I was pregnant with my daughter. (laughs) That was years later. Oh, geez. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, where was your dad born? He was born in Germany. Okay. And your mom? Was born here, um, but her sister was born over there. So, I mean, it's not like they had the best, the, like the most, their, their childhoods were not the best. So my dad came over here when he was really young um, and his sister, and they came over here over on a boat. And then my grandfather was really cool. Like he made watches and he would, what I was told is he would sit in his room and make these intricate little watches and that's what he did. And he was just this guy that never, ever left his house without a collared shirt and a suit. So I was told that even when my cousin lived with them, and he would go pick them up, pick her up or drop her off at school or whatever. He would drop her off in his suit, come home, change into his work attire, work on watches. And then when it's time to pick her up, he'd put on his suit, even though he wasn't walking out of his car, come back home and put on his T-shirt or whatever. But it was just interesting to hear that he would never leave the house without a suit. And that's my dad today. I find it kind of corny in a way, but that's just what he grew up with. So interesting. So, and um, I can't, how do you say your last name? Yablokov. Yablokov. That's Russian? Russian, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it means apple. Apple. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, we have Arch- Argentinian in our blood. 
And when we were in Argentina, this is what I heard. Now, I don't know for sure what the whole story is. But when we were in Argentina, our last name was Apple too, but in our Argentina language, whatever yeah. that is. And then we came to Russia. Spanish? Is it Spanish? I don't know. I don't know what it is either. And then we came to Russia and then our last name changed to Yablokov, which means Apple also. And then I actually have, now that we came to America, one of my uncles changed their last name to actually Apple. So we kept Yablokov. But yeah. Apple, like the fruit. The fruit, apple. Because in Russian, it's Yablokov. Yablokov. So, yeah. Interesting. The yeah. more you know. What? The more you know. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would love to take one of those DNA tests because who knows what else is there, but I don't know. It's but based off of your lineage, it's your father. Russian. Was, yes, but he was born in Germany. He was born in Germany, but our family was from Novgorod. And then my mom's family, which was Ukrainian, they were part of Kiev. Actually, I got a good question for you. So what what, what are your thoughts on what's going on with U- Ukraine right now? And Russia getting ready or preparing or at least threatening to possibly invade Ukraine? I don't really I, – I mean, I didn't – I know nothing about Russia really. I – Little to nothing about Ukraine. I kind of know where we stand in the grand scheme of things, like the United States. Um, but I'm just curious, like what? So honestly, I don't watch the news because it's it gives me bad feelings because there's so much bad stuff going on. So I actually don't watch it because I don't want to hear about it. But what I do know is that war is scary. And I actually haven't really wanted to hear about it because I don't want to know that anything more is happening with it. I don't want to know that things are actually going to progress into this situation where it's not going to be good. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I don't think that there was ever a time that they ever were not fighting. I feel like they're always fighting. I mean, I didn't even know I was Ukrainian until I was 22. My dad told me that I was Russian my entire life, I thought it was 100% Russian. My mom wasn't really allowed to say that she was Ukrainian because my dad would, I don't want to say put her down, but basically like, don't you, don't, don't say those things. Like we're, we're not Ukrainian, but like, we are actually 22 years old. I was like, wait a minute. I am half Ukrainian and half Russian. I am not 100% Russian. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the thing about war though. I mean, just like, your father being born in Germany, I'm sure that had a lot to do with. Hmm. Is there something else I can help? <laughs> Was that your watch? Yes. No, there's nothing else. Siri, shut the fuck up. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but with your dad being born in Germany, I mean, I'm sure that had a lot to do with World War Two. Or yeah, 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 it absolutely did. Yep. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother had really interesting stories, and she once told me a really cool story, which has to be said because. She, um, this is your grandmother, my mother's mother. Yeah. Okay. So So she's Ukrainian. She's Ukrainian. She was part of the war and she was younger at the time. And she was with her mother and family. I don't know. She was only a child, but there was a war going on. And so everyone in this area was going to this one corner. And my grandmother, for some reason was like, I do not want to go to that corner. She, She took her family to another corner of this place, whatever. And a bomb hit and it bomb hit that corner that they did not go to. And 
my grandmother told me about like she would see heads rolling towards her. Like it was, it's just so disturbing to hear. And I remember one time I was watching Oprah and I think his name was something Knight. Do you know who I'm talking about? Enzo Knight or M. Knight Shyamalan? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. It's like something. So he wrote this book. <laughs> I no, I mean, we are outside no. of Philly, so that's the only we are um she so whatever he there was this there, he was on there it was about like the war and everything and my grandmother walked in the room and she saw basically what she was held in during world war ii and she walked in like and you could see like she's like i can't even watch this and it was like the craziest thing because obviously we have not been a part of something like that like that is so traumatic to her that she couldn't even come into the room to watch what he was showing from like what was left of this war situation. It was really sad. And it was years later, years, you know, like sad. Sure. So your mom's mom and her father. So your grandparents on your mom's side, they're both Ukrainian. Yeah, I think so. And then. Oh, but really interesting fact. My mother's grandfather was or my grandfather no my great-grandfather was the oh my god what is this he drove the czar around and he basically that was interesting yeah he's and the czar is in russia correct in, in russia yeah, yeah yeah so he's probably like person like a some sort of uh driver or personal security he was probably in the military and was personal security for the king yeah, right? no. He Isn't that was, what a czar is? Czar? Yeah, like basically I heard that he like kept his secrets or something. And, you know, obviously if you like spoke, then you were killed. Then on my dad's side, my grandfather was um, captain of the White Army. I don't know what the White Army. I, I don't either, but it's something important. We are basically important in, in Russia. So it was interesting. Yeah, I can imagine if you come to America like your father did. First of all. Marrying your mother, who is Ukrainian, mm-hmm. with some sort of, you know, um, tyranny or war going on. Obviously, your dad's of some sort of importance, obviously. And then coming to America and having the know-how to do his thing, or a ton of money that you grew up in a mansion. So basically, your dad's a Russian mobster, is what you're telling me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, my grandfather was a good businessman. He yeah. like he basically like ran all of Germantown or something like that and something happened and eh. but I mean like it was just there was a lot. So my I think my uncle my grandfather was a businessman. I think my all my uncles and my father learned from my grandfather. There's just he was just a businessman. He he came here from Russia, didn't know English and rose to the top. So that's that's exactly what you know, America is about. Yeah. I mean, going back to our our country's earliest days, there's just migrants coming here and just finding a way to the top. Um, you know, my father was born in Italy. That's about all I know as far as he goes, but just I think it's cool. You know, immigrants coming over here and finding a way to my dad didn't find a way to make money here, but obviously you know, his sons have, and that's, what's cool about this country is that anybody can come here and it really is the land of opportunity. 
Well, it is. And I mean, I've traveled many places and I'm going to be honest, I'm probably that asshole that doesn't learn their language, you know? And so, but just learning just a little bit of like saying hello and goodbye and how are you? Like that is hard in itself. I mean, probably not if you really just sat there and like looked at the language, but I mean, my point is, is here's my grandfather starting a business in a different language, different country, you know? And, you know, I, I, I do really think that it's amazing when they do this because it's like, I walk into another country and I'm like, get me here. And they're like, speak our language. No, I don't know it. Right. And most of the time that they know some sort of English. Yeah. Yeah. But they do get mad at you. And I, and rightly so at times, like just a hello, just it's a how disrespectful are you? kind of. I do find it a little disrespectful when I go to different countries and don't know their language. Absolutely. I do. Um, I don't, but I get it when like people come over here and they have a different language and people are like, oh, they're so disrespectful for speak English. I don't look at it that way. I don't do that. No, I'm not that, t- I'm not that person. Yeah. But you, you're bilingual, right? Yeah. I know. I, I know. Hit the audience with something in Russian. Uh-huh. Let's hear it. Um, I only know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't. Don't ask. Um, <laughs> I assume you said your name is. Hi, my name is Natalia Yavlikov. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but you know more than that, obviously. I'm not going to ask you to do that. But yeah, you- no. I mean, I could hold a conversation. Don't ask me to stand on top of the podium and talk to people in a crowd. They'd be like, "What the fuck is she saying?" Sure. I hope I can curse on here because I've been doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're allowed to curse on here. Freedom of speech is king. <laughs> Daily American. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so ten, you move into this little townhouse yeah. after growing up as, um, you well, know, with some money in a mansion. Yeah. It was Spoiled, a- I'm sure, but still disciplined by your Russian father, I would imagine, and mom from Ukraine. No, I think that we were such spoiled little kids. I do think that, but we did know our manners. We definitely were like beaten if we didn't do things properly. Sure. Um, but I do like, yeah, we can. Everybody that I feel like a lot of people that come on this podcast have been like beaten. As like a kid. <laughs> I'm dead serious. If oh, I yeah, if I, I think belt. back, yeah. Oh yeah. I interviewed a guy last night. Again, these these um interviews are filmed or uh, not filmed, but recorded prior to when they're released, obviously like months um beforehand. And the guy last night was just like he got the shit beat out of him. Yeah. You know, over in Africa. And then I'm thinking back to season one, like most people that have come come onto the podcast have been like beat as a kid, which is weird. That is interesting. Is that only who you choose? Is that you? Is that what you no? I mean, I do. I, I, you know, I can appreciate a disciplinarian as a parent, obviously, because especially in today's day and age, society's fucked yeah. the way it's going. I yeah. mean, you can't touch your kids. If you do, they'll call the cops on you. You know, it's just it's wild. It's it's not the way it is. It, you know, I'm sure it's not like that in Russia or Ukraine, even today. Time now, I'm sure it's not like that. But over here in America, in soft America, you can't, you know, there's a difference between dis- disciplining and like abusing your kids. And I don't think there's a line anymore in America. I feel like anything is just like considered bad parenting. But that's. Yeah. Wait, wait, 2030, 2040, these kids, no good. 
Yeah, I think it's well, I do think it's wrong to beat a child. I do. I think that once the per- parent or caretaker raises their voice, they've lost control. I think that the child from the start should know who's boss and that's that. And I never beat my child. I was oh, she and she knew who was boss. Like she did. And I I had a very like she's <laughs> I'm just getting myself a pat in the back. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to do that. <laughs> no, I think she's a great kid. So who is her mother? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you guys are like twins. Oh, my God. She's awesome. Mistaken for sisters, I'm sure, all the time. Oh, you're too nice. <laughs> too nice. All right. So 10, you moved into a tiny little place. What What happens next? <sighs> Things went downhill. I mean, we went from uh, like... You know, coming from a private school, from a big mansion, from three houses to like one little house and never saw my dad, never saw my mom. We basically raised ourselves. My, I was the, I was the middle child. So I was there taking care of my sister um, and my brother because my sister just like didn't want to deal with it. And my brother was younger. And so I had to like, I remember like just doing his laundry and his sheets and I was young. I was 10, you know, was, how old was he? Eight. My sister was 12, but what she would do is she would just lock herself in a room, like not give two shits. Like she would just be like, I'm done. And I think that I felt like I was trying to hold everything together and it was rough for me. It was rough. And I remember I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> and I just turned horrible. I just like rebelled. Totally. Like I rebelled. I did what the hell I wanted. I didn't listen to anybody. I was just like, I felt like nobody's listening to me. Nobody's helping me. My parents are not around. And so I'm just going to do whatever I want. So I actually ran away to London when I was 16. I like... (laughs) I don't know how I got the money. I don't even think I ran away to like the next, <laughs> you know, like the next town over, let alone to London, a whole other country. Well, when I say run away, like I just told my mom, I was like, I'm going to go to London to visit my friend, Marina. Um, And I was like, I'm going to go visit her for 10 days. But my mom's like, you're not going anywhere. Like you have school. And I was like thinking in my head, I'm like, who are you to tell me what to do? Like you were not here for me. And so why am I going to listen to you? So I basically told her, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Just so I didn't have to hear it anymore. And I remember I wiped out my account, wiped out my brother's account. I was like, sorry, Nick, I need these, <laughs> this cash flow. Wait, how old are, how old were you? Uh, 16. So my brother was okay. 14 and I bought myself my plane ticket. I got myself my passport and I remember walking to the passport place. Now this is years ago. I was 16 and I was like, I went to the place and I was like, I need my passport. And he gave me my passport and he's like, it was $60, $60. And it was given to me right there. And he was like, where are you going, little girl? And I was like, London. He was like, okay. I remember going to my uncle's office and I was like, I need a ride to the train station. Can you figure it out for me? And he's like, no. And I was like, all right. So I figured it all out. I get in his car. He takes me to the train station. He's like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to London and don't tell my mom. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? Like, get out of my car. And he's like, do you have any money? I'm like, nope, I spent it all on my plane ticket. 
He gave me $20. And I remember going on that train, met my friend and her family in JFK airport, flew to London. I'm upstairs in my friend's room. The mom yells from downstairs and says, Talia, do you, did you, did you tell your mom you're here? And I was like, no. And if she calls, do not talk to her. <laughs> she was like, get on the phone. She's on the phone right now. I got on the phone and my mom was just like, you give me gray hairs. I was like, cool. Well, that's, I mean, at least there was a parental guardian or whatever they're called, right? Oh yeah. Well, it's her mom. Yeah. I went to go visit my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't you going somewhere with her, that same friend soon? No, I'm going with another friend. Okay. Victoria. I'm going to Mount Kilimanjaro. Let me try that one out. Right? Tanzania? Yeah. Tanzania. Yeah. I didn't know it was there. Obviously, we spoke earlier and yeah. you told me that. Mm-hmm. I think this is a perfect time. Um, after you running away at 16 and going to London to take a quick break. Sure. We'll be right back. <laughs> I don't- 